Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Izzy and Gimby are off to the races. Thanks to Waikato Stud, your source for a racehorse. Oh, isn't it just that? Uh, heading into the breeding season as well, Mark and the crew down there will be very busy. 16 away from 8. Let's do it a little bit different today. Let's head across the ditch. Catching up with Kiwis, of course, though. This weekend, back at the races, our favourite zoo attraction, Elephant. He's been a funny old horse, but so good to see him lining up in the fields this weekend in a pretty competitive PB Lawrence Stakes. That's race 8 at Caulfield, if you're interested. Emily Brown has uh, packed up the zoo and the family, Emily, and you're over there in Australia. How are you guys settling in? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, no, it's all, it's all gone really well. Uh, the move went well. And, yeah, settled in um, all very well here at Cranbourne. So you're over there at Cranbourne. How, how long ago would it have been there? So Because you, you kind of were starting the move before the season was, obviously before the season was up. It was towards the end of last year or the start of this year, wasn't it? Um, start of this year, David came over, um, obviously, with Elephant to um, have a crack at the All-Star Mile. Um, unfortunately, he had those um, issues, had a knee chip, um, and that was removed. Uh, but that was the start of our move, and then I moved in April. Hey, Emily, it's Kempe here. How has everyone settled in? Like, the, the changes to from Cambridge to Cranbourne, has everyone taken that on the chin, or you know, you're you missing home, or are you enjoying it? No, it's been great. Um, like uh, the kids love it here. Um, they've settled in at school really well here, and um, they're they're all pretty active and helping around the stables. Um, we're probably lucky that we've spent a lot of time here anyway, and we've got good friends here um, already. So yeah, the move wasn't wasn't too bad. It almost yeah, it was it was pretty easy. It seems crazy that the big boy's only had, uh, and this is Elephant, not David, by the way, Elephant's only <laughs> had, um, only had... The, I thought you were talking about me. No, no not you, Kempe. Only had 10 starts, but I guess he's been a funny old horse. Is he, is he as sound as he could possibly be and as he's ever been? Um, yeah, like, obviously, it won't be till we've got him back under sort of race pressure that you'll really see how, how he's come up. Um, at this point, very happy with him. Um, you know, he is he is a funny horse that's had to have um, his races spaced a fair bit. And, yeah, I said to someone the other day, you know, if, if we hadn't have had those problems, imagine how good he'd be going. Um, but, you know, that, that's horses for you, and it's always the good ones that are sort of a bit harder to manage. But, yeah, at this stage, we're very happy with him. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Is, is he, in a way, kind of the horse of a lifetime for you guys because not necessarily, well, he obviously hasn't achieved what you wanted him to ultimately yet, but in the sense that, and I don't know whether you guys were planning the move anyway, but he kind of opened a door by going, being good enough to take to Australia, then having success in Australia and, I don't know, changing a mindset, or was this always on the, the radar for you as a family? I think it's always been something we've thought about. Uh, we've sort of brought horses over it backwards and forwards um, a few times over the last, 
probably five, six years, and it's always been something we've thought about. Uh, but he definitely opened the door for us. And, um, yeah, over here it's all about sort of getting your name out there, and he definitely did that for us um, last spring. So, yeah, just hoping he can carry on with it. So so how's that working out for you, Emily? Like, um, you know, Elephant getting your name out there, are you seeing more people putting their horses with you in Australia along with the stable that you've taken over there? Yeah, we've had some really good support. Um, we've been very lucky to um, get some new Australian owners on board, things like that. Um, we're probably lucky that our sort of, our stayers that came over that we sort of thought would just try and pick up some money for their owners over here. They've stepped up in the winter and gone quite well. Um, and now we're sort of looking forward to those younger ones coming through. But um, yeah, we've been very well supported so far. Um, and especially still probably from New Zealand as well. Um, our owners over there have been fantastic. Uh, and, you know, we've had a few more horses jo- join the stable since. So it's been an exciting time. I think uh, there's, a, and we spoke about this yesterday actually, there's a real acceptance in New Zealand in our racing industry. We, we understand that we're going to lose equine products, you know, people, trainers, jockeys, horses to Australia, and we've kind of got past that chip on the shoulder now, and I think we really rally behind. That's something we do well. We rally behind those that want to go and take on the bigger challenges. So I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that that's been reflected. On Elephant, he's, he's like fresh up. That's not really a concern from him, as you say, because you've always had to space his runs anyway. A wider straw and a, a niggly, smallish field, though, and it's pretty. It's a pretty good field as well. Obviously, you can't. You have to race them against this sort of competition if you wanted to kick on to the ultimate goals. Is he forward enough that he he, he can run up? Well, I don't want to say win it, but can he can he go close, Emily? I think he could. He could possibly run a cheeky race if if sort of the maps are right and they they do go pretty hard up in front. Um, we are going to have to be a little conservative from that draw. Um, and obviously only having the one jump out as opposed to the two. Um, yeah, we are going to be a little bit conservative from the gate. But I I could see him flashing home, whether he can win, because um, some of those horses, like, that is a strong field. There is nowhere to hide with him anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you know, he's got to step up and, and sort of put his name up there. But, um, yeah, I think I could see him flashing home and hopefully sort of running into a place. Or you never know if he if he really stands up and puts his best work out there. He could quite quite easily, uh, with the times he's, he's run before, he could get over the top of them. But, yeah, so first up, he is going to be a little bit vulnerable. Um, and from the nine draw... Um, having to be a bit more conservative than we probably usually would be with him. Um, yeah, a winning chance is probably a little bit of a big ask of him on Saturday. I think that's probably a fair assessment. But as you point out, he runs he runs time, and you never really know with these races what the tempo is going to do. If um, there's those of us that don't mind a cheeky futures bet, obviously you'll let the horse dictate where he goes. I know how the trainers always answer these questions, but what what would be the goal for you? Uh, obviously, we'd love to get to the Cox Plate. Uh, we were sort of on on the path to that last year and just missed getting out, getting in, and things like that. Um, but you know, that would definitely be a goal. I think that's a race everyone wants to have a horse in, and you know, especially if you're going well enough to be competitive, um, it's well worth starting in that. Awesome, great to catch up, and um, um, yeah, 
really happy for you, you guys and, and what you're doing over there. So we'll follow the stable, those unmissable colours with interest, and good luck to Elephant this weekend. Thanks very much. There you go. Emily Brown over there with David and the kids making the move, Kempi. It's a bit, you, you did it once upon a time, took the leap of faith and went to Australia. It's pretty cool, eh? Oh, yeah, there's a ton of Kiwis that do that. It is awesome when you see them go over there, and especially on the, the reason why I asked how the kids do and, and have they all settled in there. Like It's pretty hard not to when you go to Australia, and, and they've got a pretty good lifestyle over there. So good to hear that that's all ticking over. And also that... I've got some uh, new Aussie owners coming to the stable and keep the, you know, obviously keep the the coffers turning over because, uh, you know, it's not cheap living over there. And and Elephant, I backed it its first starting on, on Australian turf when it won and followed that horse all last season going, man, it is it as good as what they – because they did a big um, program about it in Australia and I watched it and I went, mean, is it going to be as good as what everyone's predicting it to be? So – um, maybe it's gone out and fattened, and fattened up and come back in a different, um, you know, frame of mind. And who knows? It maybe kicks on and wins a Cox Plate. What I would say is the nines into seven dollars fifty might be a little bit ambitious. I know punters are coming, um, but it's because we're also itchy for spring. But just listening to Emily there, and I, I kind of agree. If he's going to have to go back, if he's hitting the line strong, he's a real place chance. But big ask to get him to win from out there. Seven away from eight. That's our Waikato Stud Racing preview. Savabeel, oh, he's about to be a busy boy when the calendar ticks over to September. The champion sire, he is. Vodafone voicemail. Who won this week and what prize can we give them? Well, find out after this before eight. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.